beautiful. It's gonna be an all time of the night. Alright, Bettina. What are we driving? Welcome back to the Fast Five Minute Podcast, a show all about, at this exact moment, the movie Too Fast, Too Furious. Um, welcome back. It's been a while since we recorded. I'm feeling a little rusty, but we'll get into it and we'll find a flow eventually. My name is Stone, and with me as always, the one and only, you know him, you love him, uh, Guard, my co hello, hello, Stone. Thank you for that introduction. It's been a while for us, but probably one week for you. Probably one week for the listeners, but uh, a little maybe bit more, longer. Maybe more. Some people I've heard like to binge our episodes. Yeah, listen listen how you want, man. Don't yeah. let us tell you how some to listen. People, some people save up and listen to like three on a road trip, I've heard. Hey, I like a good road trip podcast. I do too. Um, Stone, I have a litany of things this week to get into before the episode begins. A litany. Yes. A cacophony okay. of things. A preponderance <laughs> of things, you could say. That's that's a lot, it seems like. Um, well, if you'd like, j- go right ahead. Jump in, dude. I, Don't let okay. me stop you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I have, I'm really excited about this. And I'm, I've been buzzing all <laughs> week uh, waiting to record this to uh, reveal this to you because I've kept this a secret from you, unlike our other ad spots. Unlike the others that I knew ahead of time, this one you have kept a secret, and I don't know what's coming up. Yes, so um, to be clear, this is not the ad this week. I'll do the ad after this, because it's also very exciting. But first, I have an ad update. Oh, okay. You may remember uh, that we uh, were solicited for an ad spot from Adam in order to help find uh, a romantic interest. I do recall it was on our episode with um, Drew and Andrew from The Most, and they th- got quite a chuckle out of Adam and his ass. <laughs> yes. It was on not that, but also a second one before that it as was, well. It was, yeah. Yeah. Our most prolific ad spot, you could say. <laughs> Some would say. I'm happy to report the ad succeeded. Oh, he found true love? Adam has found, uh, uh, let's not put him on the spot because it's just, <laughs> it's a burgeoning relationship. Oh, okay. So let's not put any pressure on that. But I will say Adam has found uh, someone he he's talking to. Oh, wow. It, and it was directly from our ad? Listen, the way he phrased it to me, <laughs> she heard it on the podcast. She liked uh, the idea of what was going on, reached out to Adam, and uh, they're talking now. <laughs> Wow. Um, so it, our ads work. That's great. Like, can we get like a written um, a testimonial of some a kind? testimonial from Adam so we can <laughs> ship that around to other I'm potential sure, sponsors? I'm sure you would be happy to. Hey, you know you want to add on us because we found a dude a date. <laughs> People listening in right now. Our ads work. I mean, clearly they get around to enough people to get clearly. Adam a date. Clearly. They get around at least a little, so... Uh, now, that not to say it's hard for Adam to get a date. He's a suave character, of course. Yeah, that's true, so... Um, um, but I'm just saying enough people heard it to know Adam was suave. Wow. So that's I, exhilarating. Like that's, it. Yeah, it's it's very exciting. Um, I'd also like to give a shout-out to MV Steve while we're here. 
Uh, and also use it as a reminder that our email exists still, everyone. Um, we got an email thank you for from... bringing this up because yes. I'm opening my email right now to have that on hand. Uh, While and forgetting you do, the password as I do. While you do, please email us. It's thefast5pod at gmail.com. The fast number five pod at gmail.com. Hey, guess what? Ding dongs is the same as our Instagram and our Twitter. Did I forget to post this last week about the episode? Maybe. But usually we post there. Oops a daisy. Oops a daisy. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Steve. I have the email if you would like me to read oh, this if do. you're having trouble. <laughs> okay. Please do. Uh, St- uh, Steve says, Steve? Do you- I don't know. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I, I don't know, man. He's a I'm guy sick. we don't I'm know s- personally, but uh, he seems like a really cool guy. <clears throat> sick of these these people writing <laughs> in with fake names. You're upset with them. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I love the email, but come on, just be straight with us. Well, his we'll first name back. he lists, so he lists his last name as Steve, I guess it must be, and his first name he says is MV. Like the just the two letters? Yes, MV. Insane. I don't know what that means. Anyway. Insane. MV says, I'm just so excited for the series. I love you guys and look forward to every episode. You are hilarious and have such a good banter. I hope this continues through each movie of the Fast series. Much love to you, MV. We love you and we love your support. Uh, if I knew you personally, I would say you're a great friend. Uh, I don't, though, so I just know you're a, a loyal fan and I appreciate you quite a bit. Uh, Samesies. <laughs> Excellent. Did you see the email that he <laughs> sent it from? <laughs> I didn't see. Is did he make a new address? Or uh, I don't know this person, so I don't know if he made an address. I don't know if fastfivepodfan is... at yahoo dot com. I don't know if he made this before the pod or not, but it might have oh just been god. a coincidence. Oh my god! Incredible. Fast fa- fastfivepodfan at yahoo dot oh com just that is hopped incredible. Into our, hopped into our emails like that. Wow! Whoever you are, MV, love you. <laughs> yeah! Shout out! Huge shout out! Okay, Stone, we got to get an ad spot in as well. I'm sorry I'm talking so much to dominate this episode here, but no, uh, we got to pay the bills really quick. We got to. <laughs> I think you're going to be excited about this one as well, though. Uh, I always am. Uh, Stone, as you know, we have a returning sponsor this week. I didn't know that much. You teased it to me. Yes, I'm happy to report that the returning sponsor is, as well, the first um, person who has paid in full of the uh season two so far so we're we're looking forward to ad money from uh the other ad spots we love so so much i'm sure Uh, the check just got lost in the mail yeah they're on the way but this person's actually paid us so appreciate that and our sponsor this week without further ado stone if you're curious please looking for a breath of fresh air and a scent of stale sweat Want some guys at your Halloween party that you think are dressed inappropriately but can't put your finger on why? Invite the Wicked Wieners. Brought to you by Chad, <laughs> makers of Chad. The Wicked Wieners? I'm, I'm so confused at what the hell's happening. Listen, man, uh, no one knows what the Wicked Wieners are but a select uh, group of people in Chad's inner circle, I assume. <laughs> that being said, I can uh, obtain a picture of what the sponsor wants and put it out there for everyone. So, so we got someone who paid money for an ad that involved an inside joke. Is are you telling me that that's, correctly? That's correct. Yes. Huh. Um, Interesting strategy. It's about Let's to see be if an, it pays off. So sorry, everyone that's feeling excluded right now. It's about to be an outside joke to everyone. Oh, okay. When we tweet out a picture of what a wicked wiener is, <laughs> it it's, for, so it's, many a, it's for Halloween, Stone. I'm trying to hype up Halloween. 
Oh, the spooky season is upon <coughs> us. Indeed. Um, so happy Halloween, everyone. Uh, it'll be pretty soon when if you're If you practice to it this. in your religion. Yeah. Um, well, either way, happy Halloween. If you don't oh, okay. practice it, still happy one. Um, all <laughs> Hallow's Eve to the Wiccans out there and the Pagans, uh, etc. Etc. <laughs> um, We're inclusive here. Now, Stone, I think uh, that's all I have. In le- do you you had a F- F1 segment, right? I have I have a few things off the top that I want to get out of the way. Nothing oh, well, too, hold on too a big. Second. Hold on one second. Sorry, I'm just okay. Go ahead with your F1 segment, guard. Um, I'm gonna break the illusion. You asked me to talk about F1 today. No, 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 Stone. Go ahead with your normal. Were you excited to hear about how, what I thought the 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 U.S. Grand Prix was going to stack Stone, up to be? Go ahead with your as planned. Uh, I'm not excited at all. Segment. Go go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So, guess what, guys? Um. Yeah, can I put in an order for a large pizza? <laughs> Sorry, Stone, go ahead. I'll try to be quiet. A large pizza. Uh, I'll do, I guess I'll do delivery. <sighs> Wings would be great. Yeah, Stone, Stone go ahead. Oh, listen, sorry, man. I'm, oh I think my, sorry, I'm doing a thing right now. I'll call you guys back. I work here. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, I apologize, Stone. I. They they called me. <laughs> the pizza place called you. <laughs> they, they know I like a pizza on Friday night. <laughs> they didn't even ask for your. They just. <laughs> what kind of pizza place do you have on retainer that they yeah, call they you up every Friday night? They know they they didn't ask for my address either. So they know where yeah, I'm at. Yeah, they didn't give you a price. You didn't tell them what kind of pizza. You just said one pizza, and then they said wings. And you said yeah. <laughs> Guard, if I didn't know any better, I think that might have been a bit. Stone, I never have bits planned, man. I just do what comes natural. Well, all I have to say about F1 this week is Guard's <laughs> going to watch it because it's the U.S. Grand Prix in a, just a couple days. And I know you have nothing better to do at, Sunday 1 at, noon. PM, oh, at 1 p.m. <laughs> noon on a Sunday. So I'll see you there. I'll see the audience there. Um, this comes out after the race, so... Where are you going to see these people? There. I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay. Everyone tweet Everyone tweet out their pictures they take of themselves watching F1 and send them at the Fast Five Pod on Twitter. <laughs> That's perfect, <laughs> yeah. Um, can we is and there some gra- sort it's of great to, It's great to announce that kind of thing after the event happened. <laughs> so unless they just happen to take a picture, then, oh my gosh. I suspect that no one is going to tweet that because they don't know about the contest. Dude, think, imagine one person that does, though, and it's going to blow my mind, so. Okay, should we put a reward for anyone that does? Well, so what should we say on the next podcast if someone has actually done that? So if 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 anyone has taken a picture of themselves watching the U.S. Grand Prix, which happened two days before this podcast comes out. from now, yeah. Um, tweet it at us, and I will send you ten dollars. And uh, you'll send them ten dollars cash. Yeah, if they can hold up, if they take a picture of themselves with uh, proving that they watched the U.S. Grand Prix. 
Thank God we No, I'm not going to give you $10, week. but I'll send you stickers. Okay, okay, yeah. I'll send you so, stickers. Stickers and on air next week will say your name <laughs> without butchering it. Um, but you also have to tell the future to claim this reward. Good so, luck. we'll see. Um, well, guard, since my totally uh, organic F1 thing that I wanted to talk about is over. Uh, yes. Thank I have you, one more by thing. The way, that, I, I enjoyed that. <laughs> I have one more thing. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to just share with you and the listeners. Um, one shout out to m- my sister and my mom. They've been w- loyal listeners of the podcast because boys support boys, as you know. Of course, I will echo that. Huge shout out. So huge shout out to them. Um, uh, I wanted to get your opinion on this because I also found out they're both insane people. Okay, because nice. my sister sent me a message, uh, like a week ago saying that they're sitting down to watch The Fast and the Furious together for the first time, both of them. The, they actually, listened, the movie, you mean? The movie, The Fast and the Furious. They're both, they both sat down and watched it together for hold the on, first time. Hold on, hold on. Only So they after listened to the entirety of the first season? They decided it was in their best interest to listen to 20-ish hours of us explaining oh, The no. Fast and the Furious and only then did they they decide to sit down and watch the movie. Um, wow. Is that as insane as I think it is? Because that just blew my mind. Um, I'm going to say, for the sake of respecting your mother and sister, no, that's that's a normal thing to do. I don't think it is. And you're totally, okay. totally normal, guys. <laughs> because talking through this movie with you is already driving me insane enough. (laughs) But think about not knowing this movie or having any context and listening to us describe this movie for 20-ish hours. You have to be (laughs) a crazy person, right? I would say if that was anyone besides your mother and sister, I would say that's a totally insane thing to do. Uh, (laughs) But they're they're cool and not, not weird at all. Okay, but I was thinking about this. I you I would recommend watching the movie pre-start of a season, so you have a frame of reference to what or, we're talking about. Again, you can clip, get a DVD, and watch five minutes at a time. You can do that too. We tell you what minutes we're watching, so you could watch episode to episode. That takes a lot of work, and only the truest of fans would do that. But <laughs> if you don't have a weird amount of extra time. Maybe just watch the whole movie and then hop into the season. Now that you say that, I think Delbert did that too. Insane. Yeah. Maybe they're just more mentally tougher than we are. I guess, man. I don't know. Or they're insane people. Uh, regardless, thanks for listening, <laughs> mom and sister. Shout out. <laughs> shout out. And shout oh, out, also, Dad, when you um, get here in three years. Um, I really appreciate you listening despite having no idea how to use iTunes and struggling to pull up every single episode, but I appreciate your support, Dad. Shout out. Um, also, I'd like you to know that my mother gave The Fast and the Furious a 70 out of 100. Okay, okay. Which I think is um, a, f- a fair rating. <laughs> high, <laughs> I would say, but a fair one. Yes, yes. Um, but that's all I have off the top guard. Okay, that's great. It. <clears throat> um, also, um, shout anything out to else Timothy... From you? Shout out Timothy Chalamet. Um, we're not friends yet, but I assume when we're both, <laughs> when I'm famous down the road, we'll be fast friends. So shout out. 
shout out, I guess, to Timothy Chalamet. That's right. Guard. Yes. If you don't have anything else, um, shall we get into it? Yeah, and sorry, would you like I, sorry to tell... I had such a light start to the episode this week. So. No, it's okay. It's okay. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like to tell the audience how this five minutes began or ended? We are on episode six, minute 25 to 30. Yes, I will say began, and all I'll say is it began uh, with them, of course, answering the question that we had last week where we left off, and I'm excited to talk about what the big reveal actually was. <laughs> it is. We do get that right off the bat. First word of the episode, actually, um, yes. and it ends with a with a crazy goose chase involving a bunch of new cars and people. Yeah, fun. Fun. Uh, okay, so and so I don't remember what my guess was last week. Do you? Um, you guessed spider. You we left right. off last You're week right. saying don't even think about taking the was the line delivered by <clears throat> um, Roman Pierce. Yes, and for context, uh, our two heroes of this film so far, at least I assume for the whole film at this point, Brian and Roman have just been hired by the FBI to infiltrate a drug cartel by being good at driving cars and they've yeah. just been gifted by the fbi two cars for yeah i guess purposes. i guess a a couple sentence um recap of where we're at because we haven't done one of those yet brian is a fugitive on the run after last movie he gets picked up by the cops and uh incentivized to do more cop business undercover cop business to wipe his record clean he has put together the dream team of himself and <laughs> the guy who seems like an idiot, Roman Pierce, another criminal. Uh, so he's doing more cop shit, even though he's not a cop. Even though it doesn't make his sense his friend, Roman Pierce, by his side, two criminals. Indeed. Doing cop stuff. Doing cop stuff. Um, now, the reveal. The to, reveal. So our contest was, what does Roman say after, don't even think about taking the blank. Big reveal. Big don't reveal. It, don't even think about taking the convertible. The convertible. The spiders uh, has drop top spider, raindrop drop top. <laughs> Roman Pierce wants that one because sun's out, guns out. We're in Miami. Uh, um, he also delivers an incredible line directly after uh, to Brian as why Brian can't take it. It might loosen your moose. <laughs> so that's awesome. Yeah, and we wouldn't want Brian to have a loose moose because everyone <laughs> knows that to be a good cop when you're undercover, high stress situations, you gotta have a real tight moose. I don't know if that moose. was an improv or not, but I genuinely enjoyed <laughs> that line. You gotta keep your moose tight, man. I don't know. I don't know what else to say except you gotta keep your moose tight. <laughs> you do. <laughs> um, Stone also, <clears throat> um, he also says, uh, kind of muttering to himself. Where y'all confiscate these rims from? Which is a callback to last episode where you informed us that he personally picked out and paid for the cost of the chrome rims that are on this car. Um, Excuse me. Let me say the word again. Confiscate. Because I normally say confiscate and Courtney yells at me for it. What? what, Those sound the same to me. I say confiscate. But it is pronounced properly, this is for you, Courtney, confiscate. No, oh, there's no not a N. double N. No, no right. second N in there. That's right. Only one N. Okay. That's right. 
Um, anyway, yes, that is a callback. He is, he bought those rooms himself and picked them out, and he is now complimenting himself in a meta way. Hilarious, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. That's such a, that's such a power move by Tyrese to not only say, this car is not cool enough for me to drive, to then put his own money on the line, then to have his character compliment the yes. rims that Tyrese himself picked out. Yeah. Awesome. All yeah. around very cool and hilarious. <clears throat> yeah, that was incredible stuff. I really enjoyed that. Um, then uh, Mia number two, what's her name? Um, Mia two is fine. I have no idea what her name is. The, the girl in this movie they, they don't really do a lot of character development for the ladies in this one <laughs> not too much her name was um I'm looking it up, dude. Uh, uh, it's not devin aoki it's not it's not monica fuente monica fuentes played by says, eva mendez yes says uh monica fuente doesn't fuente mean fire you know what couldn't tell you, but nope, she says... I, I'm wrong. It means source, Google says. Sorry. I'll I'm ride wrong. with you, cowboy. Um, And hops in with Brian, because, like we said before, we've even though we've fallen deeply in love with Mia over the past months of our life, she's been thrown right out the window, yeah, she's and we have a new love dead. I don't know what Mia's doing. Who, who no clue. Has, no, Brian himself doesn't know, apparently, what Mia's up to. So she gets in the car with Brian, and now they're going to the drug dealer's mansion to do a uh, thing for him. We don't know yet. Um, I would just like to point out, Stone, that we don't know yet. Neither does Brian (laughs) uh, or Roman. They have no idea what they're doing. They were given cars and just told, all right, (laughs) go for it. I mean, what the flying fuck, dude? Like, we see them get in the car and start driving, so we know they have no, absolutely no idea what the uh, mission is here. Like, they may have been briefed. Remember, they have been on about seven to eight hour travel together and immediately got into these cars to go on their mission. They might have been briefed in that time, but. It uh, just seems bizarre to me, like, that we don't have a scene showing that they know any idea what they're doing. Uh, Later on, by the way, like, Roman. Brian's like saying, let me take this to Roman as if they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> so I'm like, there's no training at all here involved. No. Like, like yeah, Roman's not, not even a former they, cop. They just, yeah. Roman, as far as we know, has zero police skills at all. He's yeah. just a criminal. He's a criminal, yeah. He's the opposite of police So skills. these FBI agents. He's, not, he's a criminal that has been caught. Yeah. He, so he's so clearly not, a good not criminal. awesome at, yeah, dude. So we have Roman Pierce, the um, bad criminal that has been caught, and the FBI just goes, here's a car. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Here's a little shower thought for you, Stone. All right. That I just pondered that I've probably seen elsewhere before. Every criminal that we know of, we know of them because they were caught. (laughs) Dude, you're So does that mean every serial killer slash criminal we know, by the way, write or call in if you're a serial killer, yeah, are they bad at what they do? Are there better killers and uh, thieves out there that Dude, we don't a, know about? The best thief in the world. We don't. Nobody knows about it because yeah, he's yeah. just thieved he's himself millions of dollars, and no one ever knew. That's wow, right. 
It's crazy. Wild. Um, um. <laughs> anyway, back to the not good thief. <laughs> Anyways, we rip out of here with the cars. We get some driving shots. The boys are in their cars. They're driving. Oh, God, I forgot um, about There's those. a great scene that shows how much these guys don't care about traffic laws mm. where um, Monica says, uh, take a ride up here, and, <laughs> and Brian just blows through a stop sign. Yes. Um, Not only that... Um, she's pretty concerned uh, that his driving is piss poor, which I would be too if I was driving with Brian, quite frankly. Yeah. What does he do in response to that, Stone? Um, he goes 100 miles an hour on... On a street, on a normal on street. On a normal city street while not looking at the road and staring at her in some weird alpha flex. Yes. That, um... Stone is not I'm surprised he has not killed himself and a passenger yet with yeah. pulling shit like that. You're you're not exaggerating. To be clear, everyone that didn't see this, he literally stares at Monica Fuente for like five seconds at least, going a hundred miles an hour, and then somehow knows the light turned red and screeches to a halt directly at the line to stop at for the stoplight. Again, this is more proof that in this series um, cars have magical powers. Oh, you just yeah. have to. You Absolutely. just have to assume that vehicles in this universe are like a magic wand in a fantasy movie. There's unwritten magical abilities that they hold that we just have to be okay with as an audience. And yeah, I like to think Brian that in gained- this moment. From um, last movie to this one, dude. Yeah, and I like to think in this moment that he was able to stare at her and know when the red light was because the car told him. Because that's the only explanation yeah, that I, I don't know. Uh, we He's can magic. come up with. Yeah, literally, I have no idea. Either that or he has somehow uh, trained his peripheral vision to be superhuman in nature. Incredible. Yes. Um, Roman is rightfully flabbergasted by this maneuver but uh, is he is he mad because it's dangerous and because someone could have gotten hurt Garth? right no no he's absolutely not the reason he's upset which we find out two seconds afterwards is he knows somehow brian has pulled this move uh and they do it so often that he has a name for that move he asks if brian did the stare and drive and then gets furious uh, when no one answers because he's presuming, yes, he did do the stare and drive and floors it and goes away. Oh, and yes. he invented it, by the way. And he he invented the stare and drive. So we have a whole scene where we're like, look at, we're watching Brian be an idiot, doing something very stupid and dangerous. Mm-hmm. Roman pulls up and is like mad that he's doing something dangerous, we presume. And then we learn, no, he's just mad that he used the dangerous maneuver that Roman himself had thought up. Yes, and that's why he's mad. The so he just doubled down, doubles down on the stupid. <laughs> now these people haven't seen each other scene. for quite some time, by the way. So apparently they were doing this from like day uh, one when they could drive, because he knows what it is. Maybe, and here's a thought: uh, <laughs> Roman went to prison because he did the driving stare, but accidentally plowed into the back of an SUV, um, horribly maiming a family of five. Yes, and he blames Brian because he was in the back seat and didn't tell him. Yeah. 
Yeah, somehow it, it became his bride's. <laughs> I forgot home. we didn't know why he went to prison. Oh yeah, an update on not knowing why he went to jail. We don't even get it mentioned in this whole five minutes, so we still have zero clue. Oh yeah, no context. We can I... only presume something as dumb as the drive and a drive and stare manslaughter yeah. incident is what led to him being <laughs> in a, a horrific manslaughter up. incident. Yeah, yeah. I've all but given up on figuring that out. <laughs> um. Well, after that, they pull up to a house where uh, a gaggle of other cars and other car boys are already at. They are the last two to show up. Mm -hmm. Um, And the the crew of characters that we get is hilarious. (laughs) It's amazing. Before I let you kind of go through them, Stone, I just have one thing to pick your brain about. Okay, please do. Monica Fuente gets out of Brian's car, immediately leaves, and goes to, like, join the higher-ups. Yeah, I have notes on that as well. (laughs) Everyone sees her getting out of Brian's car. Yeah, why... But then they act as if she doesn't know them after the fact. Or, like, why it's cool for... So looking forward a little bit is all of these people and their cars are kind of auditioning to be drivers for the leader of the drug smugglers or whoever whatever he does right the bad so brian clearly has a leg up if like the judge one of the contest judges gets out of his car if i was one of the other guys i'd be like fuck this yeah why is why is she arriving with two of them it makes that doesn't make any sense it it makes no sense dude why is the the bad guy and his henchmen okay with the fact that she shows up in brian's car yeah Um, And he doesn't, he's not like, hey, how do you know those guys? (laughs) You know, I think the movie's excuse is like she was recruiting drivers, but like, she would would show show up up with the driver. Yeah, she, she would have gave him the same address as all the other drivers she recruited. Yeah, yeah. None of the other uh, six people show up with the henchman's sidekick lady in their car. I don't, it, it doesn't make any sense. If anything, extremely shoddy police work. Yeah. Which we've um, known to expect from this movie. But the our, our two criminals are the last two to show up. Six people are already there. Mm-hmm. Um, just a little rundown of their cars because, sure, you know. Not? Yeah. Um, we have a Corvette. It's nothing special. It looks it's like fine. a... <laughs> it's just It looks okay. like a early 2000s Corvette. It looks okay. There's a bright yellow Dodge Viper which is pretty cool. It um, is. That's a pretty cool car. Like, Dodge Vipers are pretty gnarly. Um, they get, they're they fast. They're expensive. So it fits the the bill a little bit. Mm-hmm. There is a Mustang, an early 2000s Mustang, which seems... Also looks okay. It looks okay, but uh, a fun fact on the Mustang, it has a saline sticker across the windshield did you notice that guard i didn't i have no idea what that means uh they are a car manufacturing and tuning company so excellent they've made a couple of their own cars but they also take um factory mustangs and like uh get more performance out of them and tune them to be better than factory okay um I went to their website, and uh, I want you to know that this red Mustang that we see in the movie, they must be very proud of because it's in, like, their scissor reel. 
that when you pull up their website, <laughs> you see <laughs> scenes from this movie. So that's hey, awesome. Man, they're, they seem like a little tuning company that uh, got some name recognition from this movie. So good for them. Yeah, good for um, them. That's, there that's is, fun. Good, good find. That is fun. Stone, by yeah, way. thank you. Thank you. So that's more than just a Mustang. If it was just a Mustang, I'd, that would be the shittiest car in the lineup. Yeah, but, in uh, the series not, of movies. It's not. I think that still goes to the um, Golden's Corvette. Golden's going to be big mad at us. He loves Mustangs. <laughs> um, there's a BMW E36, which um, doesn't seem like anything special, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say... Uh, one of the cooler cars in the lineup. It's all blacked out. It looks Look, like a looks fucking wise, sick car. Looks wise, it's pretty sweet. Of the lineup of cars, it's the one that I'm like, I want the most, I think. I would choose that one if I didn't yeah. know any facts about the cars beforehand. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good one to have if I was buying a car, because you can get uh, E36s fairly cheap, and uh, you can turn them into cool little race cars, so... And Shout it out to that look guy. Like that ridiculous to not be yeah. a race car driver and still have. Yeah, yeah. You could drive it around without getting laughed at by right. the rest yeah. of the traffic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we get to the two cars that are driven by the only two people of these six new characters that speak. Uh huh. Um, they're two uh, just old ass goober looking dudes driving muscle cars which look ridiculously out of place <laughs> next to <clears throat> Brian and Roman's car um, right which they one of, think the other th- way by the way yeah yeah um that one of them asks uh, Brian and Roman if they got their cars out of a cereal box which is a funny burn to be fair it is a good burn but like I don't really get it in that context because all the cars there look like cool, like revved up street cars and they're driving like lame cars. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, lame is a bit, that's pretty mean. To okay. Be fair. I'm just saying it like, would you like out of all those cars, would you pick those two? Well, guard, I would. Okay. So they make fun of their cars because they are muscle car boys and they see these two bright, purple and green Japanese right. tuner cars pull the up. Lakers so car. it's of course there's going to be drama between these two. Okay, um, fair enough. One of the guys is driving a 1970 Dodge Challenger RT, similar to the car that a uh, Dom uh drove and then wrecked last movie. <laughs> Remember that? How oh, he's like I've never driven this I car, it means so much to me and then immediately wrecks yeah, it. Remember that? Destroys guard? it right afterwards. Yeah, I do remember that. And the guy who seems to be the leader of the two. Um, his is the sun is out. So his guns are out. He's wearing, a, <laughs> uh, he's wearing some sweet dad jeans and a cut off black tank top. He is a driving a 1969 Camaro. Okay. I mean, so I'll, I'll walk back my previous statement. Th- those are cool cars. I'm just saying compared to all the other ones in the context of this mm-hmm. movie, it's weird. Yeah. Um, guard. Um, one, Fun fact, my brother owns a 1969 Camaro. That's awesome. Was uh, my father's, Sterling, is my brother's. sorry for saying your car was lame. So, I think it is cool. I'm just saying I, <laughs> around those other cars, it was weird to make fun of them. Um, And his looks a lot like that one. It's blue. I believe oh, God, it has black Sterling. racing stripes. Um, He's going to hate me. <laughs> Oops. I was supposed to take it to prom and it died on my way to pick up my date. Fun fact oh, about that no, car. Oh, you're kidding. No, no. Sick car, though. Um, you, very cool. What'd you do, then? 
I called my dad and I'm like, the car's dead. Come bring me another car. I have to go to prom. So did you get another car? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What'd you, what'd you end up driving? I don't, I don't know. I think my like 2005 Mazda Tribute. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Super sick. I was in, <laughs> I was in like a full suit broken down <laughs> on the side of the road in like a bright blue 69 Camaro trying to pick up my prom date. It was a comedy. Oh, so the prom date wasn't there at least. No, no. (laughs) That's better. Oh God. That would have been so much worse. Um, but guard, I don't know if you noticed on this 1969 Camaro, there's some special, uh, decals on the side and on the hood. Oh, it's a, it says S Y C. Hmm. Save your cars it's a group that wants to save cars around the world um no it's another tuning shop like uh the tuning shop that the that saline a, that, that put was out a the better Mustang. guess if yes. i was uh thinking yes. about it and guard i did a little research on um 19 oh it's a it's a yenko yenko it's a 1969 yenko camaro syc do i know what syc stands for no i didn't look it up because i'm a bad podcast host but i think you're right but guard i looked it up and um while you say it is not as impressive as the other cars i'd agree in the year 2003 (laughs) it's probably (laughs) not going to be the fastest or the best handling a 1969 Camaro. But guard, I believe it's the most expensive. (laughs) Oh, really? Because there was a total of 201 1969 Yenko Camaro SYCs made. I would suspect you're right about that then. The average selling price um, as of recording from one website that I looked at was $190,000 for this Camaro. Jesus, dude. Why is this guy bothering to run drugs? And Yeah, and why he decided I'm going to use it to do illegal things with my near $200,000 69 Camaro is beyond me, dude. Yeah, that's a weird choice, huh? So just think about that while he's doing dangerous stuff in episodes to come that it's a $200,000 collector's edition classic oh, no. car. Spoiler alert, you're saying this guy sticks around, huh? Well, we leave... Well, well, well. Good to know. We end this five minutes midway through an action scene. Okay, he's fair enough. I know he's at least next in the episode. next five minutes. Fair enough. But yeah, bizarre, bizarre car to like run drugs in a collector's edition. Really strange, yeah. Super strange. I mean, all of them are pretty strange, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Brian and Romans make the most sense because they're Japanese tuner cars. The whole point of their cars are you buy them for fairly cheap, mod the shit out of them, and then they're fast. fast. Yeah, It's not a $200,000 collector's item, but whatever. Now, speaking Um, of um, money. And that's just a little bit about the the cars that we're introduced to. (laughs) We are. Um, Speaking of money. Yeah. Everyone's favorite segment, Guard's Money Corner, is uh, happening now. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. My favorite. A little further corner. introduction. Thank you. I appreciate. What about Stone Science Corner? Uh, it's it's up there, but that one's okay. That one's my favorite. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, a little introduction to this. So 
you just uh, did a beautiful job introducing the racers. Why are there racers here, the audience may ask? Well, they've all been assembled uh, because they're in a contest of sorts. Yes. The, the head sorts. boss man, the gentleman running the whole thing, says his Ferrari has been impounded and he has, that's not important. What's important is the package in the Ferrari. Whoever yes. gets it first gets the job of running drugs. Yes, it's a little bit of a test, putting these boys to the test. Now, Stone, walk out on a limb with me here. Can <laughs> Walking we, out. Can we presume the package inside the cocaine dealer's car is cocaine? Maybe, I guess. <laughs> okay, uh, this is why I ask. Follow me on this train of thought here. Okay, I'm following. He I'm says, on a limb and I'm following. I'm on the <laughs> train. Good. I'm on the limb of the train. The gentleman says the Ferrari is not the important part. Uh, an average cost of a Ferrari, according to Google, <clears throat> okay, is $300,000. Yeah, that makes about sounds about right. I'm assuming... Uh, the package in here is cocaine because what else could be in package form worth more than that? Because Other it, than cold, hard cash. Yes, right. So certainly something in the car would have to be worth, uh, you know, more than 300 grand to be more important than the thing worth 300 grand, right? Correct. Well, according to addictioncenter.com slash drugs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> cocaine costs about $100 per gram. That means okay. this gentleman has a 6.6 pound package of cocaine <laughs> in his car to be at worth worth at least $300,000. Oh, that seems like a lot. <laughs> yeah, that is a ton. You're telling From me what I know about cocaine and that's exclusively watching people do cocaine in movies. Right, right. Cocaine comes in small t uh, comically small little <laughs> yes. plastic baggies or right. in little vials that have little spoons. Yes, 6.6 um, .6 pounds seems like a lot of cocaine. Um also, even if it's not cocaine for this next point, what typically happens when a police officer impounds a vehicle? <laughs> might look inside of it yeah i don't know yeah they search it i think uh not these cops apparently because whatever these guys are going to get is still inside the car for some reason and he's it must be uh hidden well because he's confident that they're gonna find it he's extremely confident uh which begs the question why didn't he tell them where it was hidden inside the car before they all left <sighs> You know, guard, these are all great questions that we don't have time to answer. <laughs> the writers of this movie, dude, make the stupidest choices constantly. So um, the, so our heroes are in a rat race against six other <laughs> drug runners now, and the winner gets to be a drug runner. Gets a job. That is so dumb, dude. Um. Now, I'll also say, is it also fun? Because I think it's kind of fun, if I'm being totally honest. Yeah, man. It looks fun to me. <laughs> I mean, if I had the opportunity to do what Brian and Roman are doing, like, no questions asked, like, wouldn't be arrested at the end of oh, it. Oh, yeah, dude, you're working for the cops? That yeah. sounds like a great time. 
besides the horrific danger, if I just got to do like a race with no traffic laws, that sounds so fun, dude. It does sound tight. Um, something I want to bring up uh, mm-hmm. that he says is he says that the his Ferrari is in an impound lot 20 miles away in Little Haiti. Um, oh, Little yeah. Haiti yeah, is a real part of Miami. I looked it up. Oh, he cool. said it was 20 miles away, so I looked up uh, locations 20 miles away from Little Haiti to try to pinpoint sure. um, where Pretty a drug radius. dealer lives. <laughs> and um, he either, <laughs> if he lives north of Little Haiti, he uh, lives in Fort Lauderdale. And if he lives south of Little Haiti, he lives near the zoo. <laughs> just a little fun back <laughs> okay, for you nice yeah that's really fun good stuff again so um detective stone on the case tonight yeah on the case with that important information also another important information i want to see if um the real location of this real life house uh is near these two locations it's not um but this resident was at the time owned by um uh Arnold Schwarzenegger. You're kidding me. I think. I read an wow. article late at night while doing research and I didn't write it down, so now I'm uh <laughs> wow. now I'm struggling to remember if that's true or not, but I'm just so gonna go out on a limb and say not yeah. have been lived We're in already my... out on a limb. Sure. I'm just gonna say it is true. <laughs> that's not? another fun fact for you. Yeah. Take out to the bank. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. All right. Um also, uh while we're getting the rundown of what this whole <laughs> what this whole trial by fire entails Mm -hmm. we get a good look at the uh the eight dudes four teams of two how it seems we get a good look at them (laughs) yes we sure do we have uh brian and roman who we already discussed their fits Mm -hmm. they're wearing the same thing as last episode Mm -hmm. um and I, i i wrote down this uh how i how to describe the other teams, and we have Team Smash Mouth. <laughs> Two guys look like they're. I forgot to mention these of... people. So sorry, everyone. These people are on teams of two, by the way. Teams of race. two. The first team is Team Smash Mouth. Yes. Um, I say that because they have spiky hair. <laughs> yeah, they look soul like patches assholes. and um, uh, glasses that could only be worn in the year two thousand three. True. Um. The next team we have is <laughs> Team Dad's Late for Bowling Practice. <laughs> sure. They're both wearing loose-fitting jeans um, and wild button-ups. One has stripes on it that are baby blue and yellow, and one has flames on it. I can only presume they wear those at their bowling league. Oh, yeah. And, um, I, I assume they wear them everywhere they go. Yes. And team number three I have as uh, team weird old guys that hit on high schoolers because they're wearing, there's a lot of chains going on, mm-hmm. a lot of leather bracelets. <laughs> and the guy that was driving the 1970 Dodge Challenger is wearing a button-up shirt. Um, <laughs> yeah. But for whatever reason, only the top two buttons yeah. are buttoned. Yeah. The rest is flowing in the wind. You can see his belly button, full midriff. It's like the dad version of a crop top. I'm glad you noticed that too. (laughs) It's insane. I was, um, there's only one way to say it. I was extremely put off by this decision by this gentleman. I did not care for it at all. Yeah, yeah. Team um, hits on high schoolers. (laughs) 
they put off big Vince vibes. Like they're the Vince of this yeah, yeah. movie thus far. I agree. They're creepy. They're weird. The <laughs> guy that's wearing you and me the and black. All our homies don't care for those two. No, the guy that's wearing the black um, cutoff that's driving the '69 Camaro has a is it's a skin tight black uh, <laughs> tank top that he has tucked into his jeans and a nice belt buckle, and he's they're just putting off weird vibes, man. That's extremely yeah. We don't have any <laughs> oh, proof well... of this yet, but um, I can only assume they're creeps. Yeah, dude, and. The, this squad of eight is the weirdest <laughs> group of eight people I've ever seen. We'll post a picture to yeah, let you see just the call. true yeah. bizarre squad that they've assembled to go on their crazy uh, goose chase rat for race, this mysterious package. I mean, they're literally doing a mini movie rat race inside yeah. Fast and Furious 2. Yeah, yeah. They uh, they get <laughs> They get the instructions... They get told what to do. Um, uh, Eva Mendez says, give me your licenses and then go yeah, for it. Yeah, what? I <laughs> forgot about that part. Why did she take their driver's licenses away? She said, give me your driver's license. Now go get in your car and twi- drive 20 minutes and commit a crime. Right. And so before say, the all right. race started, they all give her their driver's license. What? What? What's the logic there? I... So if they get pulled over, they're guaranteed to get their car searched? I don't know, man. I don't understand that at all. I mean... I don't get the logic there why she doesn't want them to have driver's license. Yeah, it makes no their sense, their driving dude. task. Because they uh, could get away with it, maybe. Like, if they had the package in the backseat or whatever and get pulled over, then at least they just get a ticket. If they don't have their driver's license, the guy's, like, way more suspicious? It makes no sense. I don't I don't know what the logic is. It's like a but, test of trust or loyalty or something. I don't know, man. But all four teams don't even question it. They hand up their driver's license and then they sprint to their cars because the game is on. Yeah. Also, um I guess our concerns from earlier were ill placed because Brian and Roman don't have to do a lick of acting. No. I mean you None. you and I could have shown up and been totally fine at this <laughs> terrifying drug lord's house. Again, Honestly, I think that team late to bowling practice were just two dads <laughs> that have nice cars. They just kind of wandered saw, over. Yeah, yeah. I think they thought there was a car meet because everyone was parking their cool cars right. on the side of this road. And they thought, we got cool cars. We love a good car meet. We love talking with other cool car dads. And they're now accidentally committing a crime. Yeah, they don't even know the package is something like that could be possibly upsetting. They no, think the package no. is like a medallion or something. They they accidentally stumbled into this, and they, they've now they're now too deep in that either they let the drug dealer know that they're here by mistake, yeah, right. or they just go commit a crime. But now they have to do the race because the guy has their driving license. <laughs> a much more interesting. <laughs> I would much movie rather watch that movie. Is following too. these guys who yeah. are now accidentally committing uh, <laughs> felonies. <laughs> we should have been with them from the start, man. Yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, <laughs> they all run stuff. to their cars. They all take off, and now uh, all eight cars with their respective drivers are cruising down a Florida freeway, going. 100 miles an hour. Almost guaranteed to all eight of them get pulled over. 
Yeah, sw- they're all they've incentivized in them to traffic. drive like <laughs> maniacs. And uh, that's kind of where this five minutes ends. They're off on they're off on the road to get a mysterious package. I'll say and- this: Wouldn't you want your drug runners to prove that they're good at not- at driving extremely average, like normally? <laughs> Wouldn't a good drug runner be someone that? drives very normally and not speeds or doesn't do anything to give any reason to get pulled over the opposite of what's happening right now yeah yeah that would make perfect sense for someone who is moving illegal substances to just be the most run-of-the-mill safe driver on the road because you don't want to attract cops i would want my drug runner to look and drive (laughs) like a brick like something that you could just see any time you stepped out your door. Instead of that, we have a gaggle of absolute characters driving the loudest, most obnoxious cars they could find speeding down a Florida freeway. (laughs) I mean, they might as well have got like Mr. Bean in on the action, man, as one of the eight guys. (laughs) Like, these people look like insane people. Yeah, they really do. Um, driving insane cars. Yeah. Again, like we said, we we shit on the uh, the Corvette and the BMW, but those are two cars that aren't going to immediately draw the attention of right. any yeah, law I enforcement showed, that it, sees them. If someone said, we have a drug running test, and I was compelled to go, I would have showed up in a minivan. Yeah, dude, show up, <laughs> show up in a Toyota Camry. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get your most flamboyant car and style your hair into the most flamboyant <laughs> style you can think of. Put on your loudest bowling shirt and pull up <laughs> in your bright yellow Dodge Viper. Yeah, get a Camry, get your norm, your most normal run-of-the-mill, put a flannel on. Yeah, dude, bring your kid so the cops yeah, don't bother that's a you. Good one. I don't know. That's a perfect cover. Yeah, bring your kid with you and drive the speed limit. <laughs> well, guard. Mm-hmm. That is the end of what happens in this five minutes. I but wonder who's going to win the race. We we have we have four teams of two. Um, do you want to make any predictions on the fate of these <coughs> yes. four teams? Remind me the four um, names again, please, really quick. Smash Mouth, our heroes. So we have team. Uh, plot armor. <laughs> plot armor, good one, yes. Which is our two heroes, Roman and Brian. We have Team Smash Mouth, mm-hmm. which I don't know what car uh, Smash Mouth yeah, and um, bowling, bowling practice. I'm personality here, am I guessing? Um, we have Team Bowling Practice, and we have Team Creepy Old Guys, which are driving the muscle cars. I'm going to um, say... Uh, yeah, any predictions? Any... Smash Mouth Guesses. and Plot Armor are head-to-head for one and two. Obviously, Plot Armor takes one. Creepy Dads and Bowling Guys are in the back of the pack by a lot. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say um, Creepy Dads get pulled over, actually. The, the guys in the two muscle cars, you're saying they're going to get pulled over? And they're going to be pissed. Yeah, okay. They don't have their licenses. When right. he says license and registration, they're going to be furious. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's my official prediction. Okay, yeah. Um, Will I write that down? Maybe. I, I'm i going to predict that... Uh, 
Well, I've seen this movie. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm not going to predict you should, anything. Do you want me to not listen while you do some predicting? No. But I'm just going to say... Um, That's why I didn't ask you, to be clear. I don't remember <laughs> I what happens it. at the end of this rat race. Okay. But I'm going to assume that a team plot armor is going to win. And I don't remember what happens to the other teams, but I'm assuming something bad is going to happen to either Team Smash Mouth or Team Bowling Practice because mm. none of them has said a single line in this five minutes. That's but, uh, clever, yeah. That was but really team, But Team Creepy uh, Dads in the muscle cars, they're going to make it out okay because they did have lines in this five minutes. That was a clever use of dialogue. The writer, so the writer showed their hand by yeah. giving them lines. Nicely done. And they, uh, they, they showed their hand by letting the other four dorks stand in the background and not say a single word. <laughs> Very nicely done there. I assume you're right now. Um, guard, what do you think the package is going to be? Cocaine. Okay, cocaine. It's. I mean. Okay, so let me rephrase. If it made any sense, it would be cocaine, because this is a cocaine dealer. You gotta think outside of the box for these dumb movies. But this, I mean, yeah, so the people that wrote and directed this movie are idiots. So let me try to... Yes. Let me try to get in their headspace here. <laughs> get in their heads. Let's see. Um, the package is uh, Dom Toretto tied up in the trunk. But it's in. He said it's in the glove box. Did he not say oh, that? Oh, it's in the glove box. Is that is that not a thing he said? You're telling me something worth three hundred thousand dollars or more is in the glove box of this car. Yeah, I'm that's say, when you said six pounds of cocaine. I thought that was out the window because did he not say glove box? Am I making that up? I think you might be, but um, I'm gonna revise my prediction anyway. You could not be. You that might be true. I don't know. I'm gonna revise my prediction and say a thumb drive with oh. I'm gonna say this might be too fun for this movie. I, I might. I be... just have a. I just have a note that says I need the package in the car. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe I made up. I might be uh, writing glove box. Well, either way, I, I might be writing this movie better than it should be. Uh, you most certainly are. Props to myself. I think it's a <laughs> thumb drive with the names of all the undercover agents currently working in the Miami area. Oh, okay. That would be okay. a fun movie. Because then Brian and Dom get it. I'm mean, excuse me, Brian and Roman get it, and they don't know what to do with it. Okay, that's a great... or they don't even know they're handing that over. That oh would gosh, be a dude. really good movie. That would be good writing. Let's see. Let's see if it. <laughs> so never mind. <laughs> so so never so mind. That's Throw definitely that one not out the it. window. Yeah. <laughs> well, guard. Uh, we we will only find out next week when we come back to this wonderful movie. Hey, tune in. Tune in. Follow us. Twitter, Instagram. Us. Email us. Leave us a review. I didn't check the reviews this week, so maybe we got one. Neither or maybe did I. we didn't. I don't know. Uh I'll check right now. Oh I'll tell you what, Stone, do you have any other stuff and I'll check this in the meantime? Yeah, dude. I have two other stuffs. Okay. So you look that up and I'll talk about my other stuff. Excellent. Um I just I just today I saw the movie Dune. And I know you also saw the movie Dune. Card. I did. I did. Um, incredible. Um, non non spoiler. A uh, couple sentence review from you. Um, amazing, beautiful cinematography. Uh, you should watch it. Yeah, uh, I also loved it. 
It was directed by uh, Dennis Say it right Villanueva. Now. Dennis Villanueva. Is that how you say his name? We had a whole controversy about this because I thought it was Villanueva, but I don't think that's it. Um, anyway. Regardless, he directed Sicario. He directed Arrival. He directed Blade Runner 2049. And those are three of my favorite movies of the past decade. And he directed all of them. Oh no, uh, Stone! It's French. Remember, it's because um, he's from Canada. It's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. Anyways, uh, Dennis. I'm just gonna call him Dennis. D Dog. Yeah. Uh, makes good movies, and this one, um, I think, lived up to the hype that I put on it myself. Yeah, um, I agree. It was it but, was awesome. But but just like his past movies, it's gorgeous. Denis it's well done. The cinematography is great. The music's by Hans Zimmer, who, again, is just so many good people making a movie. Of course it's good. Unreal cast. Good. Did you say that? Yeah, already? Unreal cast. Yeah. No, I didn't say that. But uh, um, if if you like kind of weird sci-fi fantasy, oh, it's right up your alley. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's and, it's and, my and genre that's what I'm to into. a T. Yeah, both of our genres to a T. That honestly, good stuff. honestly, um, I was talking about this with uh, Brianna, my mm. fiance. Shout out, shout out, um, yeah, hell yeah. And like, it was almost not. It was less sci-fi and more of a like high fantasy. It honestly is, yeah. I mean, it's and, just sci-fi because it happens to be in the future and on a on a different planet and involving space travel <laughs> and yeah. different worlds. But but it was very much like a high fantasy, and I for loved sure. it. I thought it was yeah, great for sure. And it was fucking. There's there's parts of it that were fucking crazy weird, and you know I'm into crazy weird guard. You are. Um, this was a really well done movie with just the most bizarre bits sprinkled in, which really yeah really appealed to me. It was awesome. If you don't like fantasy, don't watch it. But holy hell, it was good. Uh, if you do, definitely go watch it. Yeah. Um, and see it in theaters. I know it's on HBO Max, but like, I think this is the this someone interviewed kind of me movie. after the movie and asked me why I went to see it in a theater. By the way, really? Yeah, like a, like a student reporter at huh. UW. I think. Interesting. Yeah, and I and that, what was, did you that say? was the reason I gave. I I said I wanted to support films and want them to keep coming out in theaters. Yeah, and this is a movie that's just like a big and grand, and the sound design lends well to being in a theater so it would be a bummer I think you to get watch a lot this more. one at home when you could watch it in a theater i mean it was awesome to see in a big theater. yeah yeah because because some movies like i don't know comedies i think you can watch get away with watching at home but like big grand epic movies like this i think uh are always better in a theater yeah i agree um my second thing guard yep is um I went on a bit of an adventure to the north. Oh. Uh, the north. To the Redwood National Park. Nice. And it was awesome. It was so fucking cool. Oh, yeah. Um, is one of the coolest, coolest places I've ever been. Oh, uh, so shout just out. shout out to uh, Redwood National Park and national parks in general. They're a reason they're a national park. Go to them. Got to agree Guys, with you there. They're uh, so cool. Criminally underrated outside of places that are close to national parks. Yeah, dude. National um, parks are rad. Actually, maybe uh, don't go. 
I love how few people go to national parks. No, go, go. <laughs> no, they, so they suck. Cool. They suck. Don't go. <laughs> um, and just a couple things about Redwood. Um, one, it was the it was the uh, shooting location for the Forest Moon of Endor from Star Wars Episode Six: awesome. uh, Return of the Jedi. Awesome, nice. So it just made my little Star Wars nerd heart happy the whole time I was walking around to just know, to just think in the back of my head, maybe I'll see um, an Ewok. A coked out, oh, never mind, uh, an Ewok. <laughs> an Ewok wandering about, yeah. um, I, I and it was very magical. I the actors from Star Wars' terrible coke addictions. No, Ewoks. Yes, um, Ewoks. Is maybe I could see you, a little Warwick Davis wandering <laughs> around is, in a teddy bear To be clear, that is not who I was accusing of having a coke. No, no, <laughs> no. I like. I enjoy Warwick. I enjoy all the Star Wars actors. I I shouldn't have brought up the coke. Some some might have just done coke. <laughs> anyway, uh, so for that reason, it made my little nerd heart happy. Also, um, <laughs> we were in. Prime Squatch Country Guard. Nice, sure. And they remind you that it's Prime Squatch Country because Weird. there's okay. the tons of Sasquatch memorabilia. I bought a Sasquatch sticker. Of course you did, yeah. They love Sasquatch up there. And I just wanted to ask you, Guard, do you believe? Hell no, of course not. Oh, really? Of course I don't believe in Sasquatch. Well, I want the audience to know that I 100 percent do believe in sasquatch oh, of course you do as well i believe in large uh ape-like creatures living in the pacific we Northwest. somehow haven't found yet yes i do um the only thing you can convince me of of a creature that hasn't been found yet is maybe a deep ocean creature because we haven't discovered all the ocean something on land definitely not well Ooh. um Boo yeah, one sorry. because sorry um Squatch is real. We did not see oh any, but um got him Squatch now. We <laughs> we actually listened to a Sasquatch themed podcast on the way Incredible. on our drive home. Yeah. And um it made me believe even harder. So next time I'm out in the woods, I'm gonna do some squatch calls and see if we oh can get God. some responses. Your next hobby uh, has revealed itself. It's not a hobby. Squatch it's hunting. Just, Hunting. <laughs> I think the people that search for Sasquatch say hunting, I assume. No, you go squatching. Squatching, of course it is. Yep. What was I thinking? I'm not going to go out of my way to go squatching guard, I but if I'm in the you. woods, I might squatch here and there. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Good call. If I'm already there, I might as well, right? That's a good call, yeah. My mistake, actually. I think so. Um, But that's, that's, that's all my other <laughs> yeah. stuff, guard. Well, my other stuff was just uh, Dune. So sorry, we already, it's <laughs> okay. I figured you would, to be honest. I was okay with it. I just was going to advocate for that. Um, there's a lot of cool movies coming out this month. Everyone go to the theaters if you can. And yeah. Be safe, but go to the theaters. Exactly. Um, wear a mask, get vaccinated, go to a movie. Yeah. Because they're, really, they're back, really baby. Um, well, it's not anything else on your mind. Okay, that's it. That's all. Well, that means that's all the time we have. Uh, but as always, remember Yellowstone could explode at any second. <laughs> Speaking of national parks. <laughs>